Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott Gordo out on a family vacation. He's going to be back coming up next Tuesday. We hope he's out there having a good time. Big thanks to Austin doing his normal fantastic job on Sounds of the Week right there. Brought to you by Diamond Airport Parking. Begin and end every trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car-to-curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking just off I-15 and Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save Diamond Airport Parking. We are live at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Come on by and see us. Price is so low it'll blow your mind. Plus, we have a bunch of jazz gear. I'm glad we've got some jazz fans down here yeah, getting buddy. hooked up. Look at that. Beast jazz tickets. Hey, I like that enthusiasm. We've got another listener coming in. Absolutely love it. Thank you guys for coming in. Couldn't be better, my friend. Couldn't be better. Oh, well, unfortunately, Gordon's uh, Gordon's off vacationing today. He's living, uh, he's living the good life. Uh, but he will be back next week, and we will continue to tease him mercilessly. Although I've been told by multiple people today, Austin, that I did cross the line yesterday in the Not Sports Report. I even had uh, I even had one of my wife's coworkers uh, tell me today to stop being so mean to Gordon. So I, I'll, I'll work I'll work on that when when he gets back. Have they never heard him call me fat six times a day? <laughs> Come on, the guy can take it. Uh, he can actually. I will. I will say that in all honesty, Gordon is a, a terrific sport because we do tease him a lot. But I, I was told I I did cross the line yesterday. Why but would I, anyone I, care about that, Jake? I, it, it was. You understood what I was saying, right? That sure. it was an Instagram story about somebody who took a picture saying they were hiking, but it was really in their backyard. Like, who cares? Like, why would that make a difference? Is it a nice picture? Did it have nice scenery? I mean, what what difference does it make? And and I, well, it, it why came would out. Wrong. Anybody possibly care about this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that you kept the drop. Oh, we should play the whole thing. I I feel like I feel like the drop could come in handy often. Thank you for coming in. Uh, and now her sister's in. all embarrassed because she was trying to look like she was out in the great outdoors and and hiking, and it's her backyard. I think that's a low blow. Why, why would anybody possibly care about this? <laughs> okay, it sounds, it does sound a little mean. Oh, I, I can't I, wait to use it again. I, <laughs> I did not mean, I did not mean Gordon's story. I didn't mean that. I meant, not, no, 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 let me put it this way. I did not mean that uh, Gordon's selection of the story. I meant the story, it's uh, the Instagram. I, I was confused by why it was relevant. That's all. And it didn't come out right. I don't so. know. Anyway. Why would anybody possibly care about this? <laughs> Sounds like you meant it to uh, how it sounded. And now I have Austin with the sound clip to pile on. Uh, but use that, you, you know what, Austin? Use that drop wisely because I feel like there is some irrelevant stuff that Gordon throws out on occasion, of course, that that could be, you know, accurately used. I just didn't mean to, I didn't mean to hurt his, 
I didn't mean to hurt his feelings. It actually, and then did he called me a bad feelings. word. Yeah, it did. Hurt, it did hurt his feelings because Gordon is, you know, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't uh, go to name calling very often. You know what I mean? And he called me a name, a word that he doesn't use very often. So I obviously hurt his feelings, and I felt bad about it. I did, and I apologized to him at the end of the show. But I, I've had today multiple people talk to me about that moment yesterday and that I, I do need to be nicer to Gordon. So I will try, and and I will try to be nicer to Frank Dolce and all the other people that, that think I can be mean from time to time. I'll do my best. Speaking of Frank, let's uh, let's talk a little Utah football. Uh, Hans Olsen covered uh, camp today for the station, and he grabbed a couple of interviews, and I thought both of them were really, really good. And so I want to I make sure we get to the Britton Covey interview because there were a number of things that, uh, that Britton covered with Hans that, uh, that stood out to me. He did kind of dance around his health, but I think you could get an, an idea of, of how he's feeling. He talked about the rehab process, how hard that's that's been. The interview even got interrupted by former Ute Joe Williams, which I thought was a was a funny moment. So here's Hans's conversation from camp today with uh, Utah receiver Britton Covey. I'm here with junior slot receiver Britton Covey. And uh, Britton... It's good to see you back in a football pitch. Thanks. Yeah, it's good to be back. I appreciate it. Tell me about uh, your overall health. How have you been feeling through camp? Uh, I've been feeling a lot better than I thought I was going to feel. I, I, um, I feel like I've gotten my speed mostly back, most of my quickness back. I'd say the biggest part that's been a little bit of a challenge for me, at least the first week, was getting the receiver movements back. You know, it's one thing to have your quickness back, but it's another thing to remember how to use it in the right way. And I'd say that's, you know, I struggled with my balance a little bit the first couple of days, getting the hand movements down, just dipping the shoulder, things like that. What's more difficult, coming back from a mission and getting ready or coming back from a, a serious injury and getting ready or that, multiple right, serious injuries? Definitely the serious injury. Yeah, the mission, I felt like I had just the spirit with me to, to guide me on the football field. <laughs> and the injury. And the like, injury, I feel like the spirit's complete. No, I'm just Now the spirit is a, is a trainer that's yeah. constantly yelling uh-huh. at you. Telling me to ice, you know. How much time elevate. do you spend on a table in icing and stem? It's one aspect of football right. I try to share with people. Like, you don't want to be injured because it, because takes, it takes up so. hours. Yeah, I'd say I spend about four hours a day. Outside of practice. Outside of practice. Four hours a day. Trying to get the body ready. Right. And that includes about probably two hours a day in the training room and then two hours a day at home, icing and elevating and doing exercises for it. I got to ask the question. I think a lot of people are are wondering, a lot of Utah fans are wondering, are you going to be on the field for game one? Uh, Let's just go with yes. That's the goal. Yeah. Um, I know that that game means a lot to you. That rivalry game means a lot to you. Yeah. Um, just talk about, you know, other things outside of the treatment that you've been doing to ensure that you'll be back on the field. Yeah, well, I'm not going to go back out onto the field until I get to the point where I'm not thinking about my knee when I line up. Because my competitive advantage my whole life has been lining up, seeing the person across from me, and just thinking about beating him. And, you know, if I am at the point where I line up and I'm thinking about my knee, I'm a detriment to the team. And so uh, a 90% different player is better, or a 100% other slot is better than a 90% me. Can you not say that ever again? (laughs) I just got attacked by one of the coaches here. (laughs) 
I, I apologize that you had to hear that, Brent. Does, by the way, do I look that way? Uh, no, you okay. look, I, it looks like a golfing thing. I think he's saying with the way I'm saying. Right, I think so. But it's a, I've got my knee, I've got my legs crossed. Right, if you had the leg resting my arm up here. Um, sorry about that. I know that uh, it's sometimes these coaches give me a hard time and then I lose my train of thought. Oh, uh, this was the other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. You play teams and they put a target on you. You know, your physicality and toughness. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to test it. They want to hit you. Are you having to are you having to make some adjustments to the way you play the game to make sure that you can stay healthy through a season? Uh, I think that it's fair to say the adjustments that I can make, then yes. I think uh, the, the one thing in terms of adjustments with that is I never want to lose my reckless abandon because... That's you. That's me, and I'm not foolish. I'm not going to just go and... I've never been the one to just completely risk my, my head or my neck or anything like that. Uh, but I do play with reckless abandon because when you're my size, you have to if you want to have an edge. And so I'll be smart when I need to be smart and play recklessly when I feel like I can. You still have a deep love for this game? Yeah, yeah. I do. Where does that love for this game come from for you? Do you just love the physicality? Do you love the notoriety? Yeah. What, do you, what do you love about this? I think a big part of it came growing up uh, in the Timview football uh, atmosphere because for about... 20 years Timpy football was unmatched in the state and my brothers played for them and so I grew up just idolizing my brothers playing and playing with their friends and having to tackle their friends and being so much smaller and so I'd say it stands from that and then I've always just loved the mental aspect of the game I, I, I love to think about it you know I still look at it as a quarterback rather than a receiver and I hope to be a coach one day, maybe. And yeah. it's, I just think it's a great game. Well, Brendan, uh, happy to see you back on the field, at least to a certain extent. Uh, I think we're all going to be following your recovery really closely. And as Utah fans heard it right there, <clears throat> we can all keep our fingers crossed to see you on the field in game one. Yeah. Um, at least that's what we'll go into it expecting and thinking and, and hope that's the case. If not, then game two, if not game two, hopefully conference play. Right. Because I do think this offense needs you. Oh, really quick, I didn't even ask you about that. How, how is the offense coming together? Yeah, uh, it's coming together well. I, you know, I said multiple times, just it's one thing to know. And, uh, and Coach Ludwig's very good at what he does because it's one thing to understand the game. It's a whole other thing to teach it and know when to implement what. And so I feel like we've done a good job in our progression of implementation. Plays, sets, formations, um, personnel groups and I, I just think that he's done a really good job of that to make it more smooth even smoother than it was uh, in the, with the past uh, offenses that we've had to pick up I just I just ran an interview with Jalen Johnson how often do you lock up with him on the field and, and what makes him such a high level NFL prospect hmm. well he doesn't guard the slot much no, but I was going to say you won't, you won't see him a lot yeah, he doesn't guard the slot much. And this is a slot machine right here. What's oh up, baby? God. You too. Is that the? Is that your nickname, the slot machine? The slot machine. I've never heard that. I like it. <laughs> nice, man. You I put remember, a couple, put a couple I, quarters I, in him. I remember him. my um, my junior year, 
we would just throw you the bubble screens <laughs> and you would just make one cut and you take it like 60, 70. Yeah, it was crazy. What was that, the year before he left for his mission? Yep, yep, yep the year right before. And then all he my, you saw how mad people was when he was like, I got to go on my mission. And I really didn't understand like the culture of everything, like the, just like the, you know, the background to it all. But, you know, when you came back and he was, he was killing it. Seemed like he was the same guy. You know, he had a little bit of muscle. A little bit of muscle. Better looking, yeah, a little bit, you know. More hair. Yes. Back then I had a little more hair, I think. There you go. That was Britton Covey from Ute Practice today with Hans Olsen. Thought Hans did a very nice job there. Uh, The thing that really stood out to me, the most interesting part of the conversation I thought Austin and I, I don't know what stood out to you but I liked it where he was talking about how he has to play his game which is play with reckless abandon that's how he uh, that's how he can be so effective at his size he has to have that mentality where he's just going to go out there and lay it all on the line and juxtapose that with an answer that he said he's not going to go out there and, and if he's worried about his knee because he's got to beat the guy in front of him and that's got to be all he's focused on I, I thought those two things uh, were really interesting to get a look inside Britain's mentality because he can't be worried about a, a, a knee that's at 75 or 80 percent because he's got to be completely healthy to go out there and play his game which is actually playing with rec- reckless abandonment I thought that was really interesting that is interesting I especially noticed the hesitation or the maybe not hesitation but the pondering when Hans asked him will you be out there game one and there was a pause and a moment and a hum and a ha and he said let's go with yes and I think uh, if you've been in an, in a situation where you had an injury and you're, as he said, spending four hours outside of your work, your job, whatever, four hours extra every day rehabbing that injury, there can be times where you wonder, am I ever going to be whole again? Am I ever going to be the same? So I don't blame Britain for not uh, for having some hesitancy or some pause about whether or not he'll be ready to go. Uh, I think it was a moment of honesty without telling us, you know, I, I worry about it. He said, no, I, let's go with yes because that's the goal and I'm going to keep that in mind and stay positive and and confident that it'll happen but it does it does I think raise a, a an eyebrow a little a little bit higher about whether or not he'll be ready to go against BYU it'll be interesting to see that week yeah well, with all the, the players we've talked about uh, with offseason injuries or camp injuries, Britain recovering from a major knee surgery, we talked about Zach Moss going through whatever it is he's going through, and then Zach Wilson and his shoulder down at BYU. I hope they all I'd – rather, I'd rather see them sit in the first part of the season and come back 100% and, and ready to go in all three cases. I know the Utes uh, you know, are, are – are setting their sights really high uh, with this on um, this season, and I know BYU is anxious to make that next step in their program, and they're not going to do that without Zach Wilson, and and Utah's not going to achieve their goals without Zach Moss or Britton Covey. Uh, but if you get them back and they're back for a game or two, and then have to uh, continue to deal with other stuff or aren't at a hundred percent, I mean that's going to have a much more dramatic impact than just sitting for the first couple of games until they're absolutely ready to go. As disappointing as that would be for, you know, uh, us who are watching the game and, and consuming these games. But I want to see them all at 100% and ready to go before uh, we see them. We'll let you hear from Jalen Johnson coming coming up right around the corner. Hans had a conversation with uh, the Utah stud cornerback. We'll let you hear that. But right now we're live at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Tom is with us once again. And Tom... You're running around helping folks save money. I love it. 
I we have a lot of customers in the store right now, and I've just been helping a couple of families. One of the families just moved here. They need a whole house full of furniture. They said that our prices are about 50% cheaper than where they just came from. Uh, I had another gentleman call me. He heard us on the radio. He has a bed and breakfast in um, somewhere in the Heber Valley. He oh, needs nice. 14 mattresses, and he was out shopping for mattresses today. Comparable stuff he was looking at were 900 bucks a mattress. I've got the Sealy that's titanium springs, gel-infused uh, memory foam top. It is Two hundred ninety nine dollars, and you know what? For a business owner like that, saving that kind of money when you have to buy fourteen mattresses, that moves the needle. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. Kurt has a friend who needs for a cabin like eighteen mattresses. Mm-hmm. If I save you a hundred dollars a mattress, it's eighteen hundred bucks. But if I save you five hundred dollars on eighteen mattresses per mattress, do the math. Do the math. Nine grand. Yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood, right? Nine grand. If you're, if you're looking at $1,000 mattresses because you want nice mattresses, and I save you 500 bucks times 18, it's nine grand. Well, and in the case of the bed and breakfast, if you're getting them top-of-the-line stuff, too, that's going to make a difference They're to their gonna business. They're going to come back. We've got – I've served – one of my favorite people is a sweet lady named Mindy. Mindy, I think, has like six rentals at Park City. She just – buys condos and rents them. Uh, it's become a nice business for her. Sure. It's not their main business. They live in Florida. She bought a place up in Park City. She loved it so much that uh, she bought another place, and she never rents her personal one. Mm-hmm. She kept upgrading, and then she kept keeping them and renting them, and then, oh, my gosh, this is a business. And she's she's brought people in here from all over the world up in Park City that were planning to spend 30 or 40 thousand dollars on furnishings and they do it for 10 grand <laughs> it's unbelievable we we want your business we're a local company uh, we take care of people uh, and if you come in and mention Donnie my grandson's been with me all day well, his mom and dad are doing Machu Picchu with Uncle Clayton We'll give you 20% off Utah's lowest prices, and then I've mentioned some deals that are even cheaper, and I'm going to add one to that. Okay. We're going to do that. I have six left, and you know I've had 40 of them. Mm -hmm. It's made by Bassett. Okay. It's all leather chofa. Chofa is a sofa with a chase. It's a power recliner on both ends, so the Chase reclines, and the other end of the sofa reclines feet out. Beautiful. That's Beautiful gorgeous. Italian leather, $2,700 piece at Bassett right there. See the sign? Yep. Right there. How about six ninety nine? We've been doing it at seven ninety nine. I want to get rid of these last six. I need the space. Six ninety nine. Another 100 off of it. Another 100 bucks. Come and see us. We'll be here all weekend. All these specials, we'll honor them through Monday. Love it. Except for the Serta. The Serta, the, Serta, the Britain Today special. Today only. All right. 300 bucks off. And don't forget, Austin Nightstand's 39 bucks. Can't beat it. All right, there you go. That's Tom from the warehouse. Come see us, 1967 South, 300 West. Come ask for the Donnie special. You're going to get an extra 20% off in honor of the great Donnie who is here right now. So come see us, 1967 South, 300 West, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott hanging out at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Come on by and see us. Price is so low, it will blow your mind. We have jazz shirts for you. Only a couple hats left. We have bees tickets as well. Come on down and see us. Gordon, uh, out tonight, uh, today, out Monday. He'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, Austin, you asked me a, uh, a question when we were coming in. We we're, you know, we're here at the, the warehouse. We're talking mattresses. I've got the, I've got the king. You're, you're considering the California king. That's, that's what you're thinking. So, correct me if I'm wrong. The, the king is wide, and the California king is also wide, but not as wide as the king, but it's longer. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. That, you know, so you get more somebody... foot and headroom, less uh, love handle room. What, uh, what are you on now? A queen. Dude, I'm telling you. And, I, I, uh, that, it was fine until we had a baby, and you know how that goes. I We had a queen for a long time, and I was our, uh, our master bedroom is not huge. So I was, I was hesitant to go to king because I thought we wouldn't have enough room. Best thing I've ever done. Why? I say I like it was my decision. Best thing we've ever done because, oh, the space is, is just unbelievable. In fact, we got the king when uh, when my wife was pregnant because that was she needed more space. And it's just, oh, it, it, Austin, you get yourself into a – go with the California or the, the normal king. But let me tell you, it's a game changer. It is a game changer, sir. Yeah, I think that'll be our next uh, – what we're saving up for next. Actually, we may not have to save up if we go see Tom. Exactly. We'll use our couch cushions with money to get it. Oh, as much as Tom loves you, Austin, you would be absolutely <laughs> insane to go anywhere else. Right. You'd, be, you'd have to be insane anyway, because really, I mean, the lowest prices in town guaranteed. And the top-notch stuff. I mean, this is the place. Furniture, mattresses, whatever. Uh, you got to check out the warehouse, because uh, Tom's going to save you a ton of money. But uh, uh, something tells me uh, that you, you would be getting the Donnie special, Austin, if you came down here looking okay. for a mattress. Okay, I like so. it. So make that happen. All right. Uh, let's now hear. Uh, we heard Hans's conversation with Britton Covey. I thought it was terrific. I want to I want to uh, let you hear his interview with Jalen Johnson because I thought it was equally good. And talk about a player. I mean, Britton's going to be critical to uh, Utah achieving their goals this year. But Jalen Johnson, I mean, this guy, this guy may be the best player on the team. I don't um, I don't. Uh, Feel like I'm uh, breaking any uh, any secrets uh, here, Austin? But I voted Jalen number one on uh, on the sixty and sixty ballot for Hanson Scotty. I think he's the best player in the state. I uh, do, do you want to uh, say if you did or not? Or I know you and Tony are doing a bit where you're kind of counting down. So you keeping that one for your show? Well, we we said today uh, we had number four today, and so we said who are in our top three. Uh, but we don't. We didn't tell you the order, and Jalen Johnson is, of course, in my top three. So you have to tune in next week to find out where he is. Just a terrific player, absolutely terrific. And this is his junior year. I think it'll be his last at Utah. I think the NFL will come calling next year. But let's go ahead and hear Hans's conversation with Jalen or uh, yeah, with uh, Jalen Johnson earlier today. All right, I finally get an opportunity to catch up with Junior Corner. Superstar. I don't know what you want me to say, Jalen. Just Jalen. Just Jalen. <laughs> yeah. Superstar. I'm going to say uh, big time NFL prospect corner Jalen Johnson. How are you? I'm doing good. You know, just trying to get better every day. Just trying to keep improving as a team, as a defensive unit. Just keep moving forward. So your name's everywhere. You know, and you can't open up a, a, a prospect book or you can't look at any NFL scouting without seeing your name. Does that add a lot of pressure? Okay. 
Nah, I, I don't consider anything pressure. Honestly, it's just playing football. It's just it's part of the business at this point. I mean, I'm just trying to do my job and just trying to keep getting better and whatever comes with that comes with it. Let's talk about your start in football. Like, I, I want to know, what, what was it that brought you to the game? When did you start playing this game and how did you get so good at it? Uh, I started playing at like six or seven, but where I was from, there wasn't like a mighty might league. So I just played soccer and flag football, but I was too aggressive for those sports. I'd tackle kids and tumble over kids. So then when I turned eight, I started peewees. And I played running back and I played corner. Um, it started off kind of rough at corner. I mean, I was young, just a little guy running around. I was the smallest dude on the team. And I had got ran over my first like game. We had a little scrimmage and we, I got ran over bad. And ever since then, I kind of just had like an attitude and like this pride with myself, just to just to never let somebody like dominate me. I mean, ever since then, I've just been trying to dominate my opponent. Ever since then, and just trying to get better. But I didn't actually start playing corner until my freshman year of high school. I was always like a receiver, running back, or I even played safety. But I never really played corner until like my freshman year in high school. Um, I kind of overheard my brother, my brother and my dad. My dad taught my brother the position, so I mean, I kind of knew about it, but I didn't have any experience. Um, and then just in high school, it kind of just took off, and I just slowly started progressing and just trying to work on my craft. And then my brother started teaching me and coaching me too. And then my junior year, when I kind of took off and started getting majority of my offers in my senior year, that's when I kind of really knew I had an opportunity to do something special with it. Who, who was your first offer? Um, actually, Coach Mack offered me when he was at Eastern Washington, when he was a DB coach. Uh, that was my first offer. And then my second one, I want to say it was Cal or something like that. But, yeah, Eastern Washington was my first offer. Hey, uh, defensive line coach Lewis Powell. Hey, Lewis, really quick. How, how, is is, is Jalen Johnson, is he legit corner? Bro, you think he's a good corner? Watch him pass rush. Well, have you tried to hey, get him at defensive end? Hey, tell him what I taught you today, dog. You got the double swipe. You got the sweet spot. Uh, you got the chop rip. Uh, you got to twist your hips. Yeah, there you go. I mean, so what do we got to do? Put 40 pounds on him and we got a pita no, 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 no. It's just no, in the repertoire. No, no, no. Just yeah. in the repertoire. <laughs> just put it in one of the tools. I love it. So, so uh, Coach Powell working with some pass rush moves, yes, huh? Yes, sir. Now, it's just because um, we send a lot of corner blitzes. I mean, I don't want to be somebody who just comes with no plan and just gets blocked all the time. I actually want to make plays. And then my spare time, I see them working out. So, I mean, I try to go over there and kind of learn from the DNs and kind of learn some of their moves. And the moves actually work pretty well. I tease all the tight ends and tackles. Like, you can't block me, but I just like using what he teaches me. I love it. So, uh, is that one of your favorite aspects of the game? you like coming in on blitzing? Yeah, it's fun. I mean, from a fan aspect, I used to watch Tyron Matthew come off the edge and just make those plays as a defensive back. And I was like, I want to do something like that. And I know he always has some type of move or has some maneuver to get through to the quarterbacks. I mean, I just kind of steady some of his moves and then come in here knowing that they send us on blitzes as well. It's just a fun opportunity. You know, Jalen, one thing I wanted to talk to you about, I think a lot of people, when they watch the game, they look at stats and they're like, oh, so-and-so's got, you know, eight tackles or 12 tackles right. or PBUs and this and that. You know, when you're a solid corner, guys just go away from you. Right. And that's what happened a lot with you last year. Do you take pride in that? And, and how do you kind of monitor your success when you don't have a lot of, of stats when you're pushing the ball to the other side of the field? Um, I, I just try to 
I, I just want to stay within my job. I don't really try to measure my productivity based on stats or anything like that. But as long as I'm doing my coverage, whether it's man, whether it's zone, just so it's try. just watching film and seeing that you right. pressed out and having Sharif Shaw, the, the the coach, look at you and say, "Hey, Jalen, great, great, great job." That's right. That's your reward. Yeah, it's more so technique, honestly. If I mean course i want to make the plays when in there but if the ball is not there to be made on at least i want to have good technique because i don't want to be okay well he didn't get targeted but people are open i still want to have my technique toned in on it just know i played a perfect game or whatever it may be how much does sharif help you with your technique and and advancing that way i, I always see you guys after right. i'm surprised i was able to get you like this quick after practice because usually it's 25 minutes no nah, i'm gonna that's go why back I don't over there right you. now <laughs> that's why I, I don't request you because like, i don't want to wait for 30 minutes right. Nah, I mean, honestly, I he does a good job pushing me, but I also go to him. Like, yesterday I went and told him, like, Coach, I need you to push me harder. I need you to give me more things. I need you to nitpick certain things better. Because, I mean, I don't like being the only one in the meeting room. Good job, Jalen. Good job. Like, I want him to tell me something so I can be perfect. I mean, I just want to I just want to be great, whether it's something small, whether it's big. I just want him to keep finding something, any little thing to tell me and that can help me get better. I mean, he, but he does a good job trying to find something for me. Does the rivalry game mean anything different to you or is it just a, another game and another opener? Uh, I mean, nah, it, it means something to me now ever since I got here. I mean, it's just just the disrespect that those fans give to us, the players, just the way they talk. I mean, I, I just take it to heart because, I mean, I don't like when people trash talk and they have no reason to trash talk. But, I mean, now just coming into it, I'm going to have a certain attitude and just trying to really prove a point against those guys. Well, Jalen, I know this is a big year for you, junior yes, year, huge year for you. Good luck. And uh, I'm, I'll be watching. Everybody's going to be watching. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hans Olsen with Utah cornerback Jalen Johnson. It is going to be a big year for him. And I, I was, uh, I thought what the, the line of questioning Hans went down with, how do you evaluate yourself when the stats are probably not going to be off the charts because, well, nobody's going to throw it your way. You know, it's hard to get uh, a zillion interceptions when uh, they're only throwing at you once or twice a game. And um, the way he uses Coach Shaw to help evaluate him, I, I think is – I think that's cool because he's not, you know, he might not lead the Pac-12 in interceptions this year, even though he might be the best corner in the league. I, I mean, uh, I I think he probably is at the moment. We'll see how everything turns out. But um, it's why Julian Blackman, I think, at times had some moments that he wasn't particularly proud of last year. Uh, you know, the Washington State game standing out most amongst them. But, I mean, they're throwing at that other corner all day because Jalen Johnson is that good. And you get a tall, fast, rangy corner at the University of Utah, and you're going to have a really good defense. I mean, uh, I know the defensive line gets a lot of the headlines, and there certainly have been just wonderful defensive linemen who have come through that program. But the line of corners at Utah is almost, or if not, just as good. You look at some of those uh, some of those ballers going back to, to guys like Bryce McCain, of course, Sean Smith, who, who spent forever in the league, and, and just one of those guys that Utah plays a pro style of defense where they put their corners out there on an island, which means if you can perform in Utah and Kyle Whittingham's defense and you can be effective, odds are you're going to be a, a effective at the next level, and and um, Jalen Johnson just another 
another in a line of great corners who who have a dramatic impact on the game. And if you can put them on an island and guard one-on-one, combine that with the defensive line, and you've got a recipe for success because those guys are going to have more time to get home, and uh, you have more people you're able to commit to the box, of course, to stop the run, which is uh, Kyle Woodingham's first priority each and every season. So, so much, so much uh, pressure and so much of the success or failure of Utah's defense is always hinged on how good those cornerbacks are. And uh, having a guy like Jalen Johnson is just a, a terrific advantage for Morgan Scally and his defense, which I expect to be uber aggressive this year because they can gamble because they've got a guy like Julian Johnson, uh, Johnson on the outside. It's amazing how that works. All right, we're live at the warehouse. We'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned, stay tuned. 1967 South, 300 West. It is the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Check this out. Your home for Utah's best sports radio is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're locked on to the big show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. possibly care about this big show 97.5 and 1280 the zone my new favorite drop live from the warehouse 1967 south 300 west so a few shirts if you want to drop by and grab one some jazz shirts to give away big thanks to all our listeners that uh, have already dropped by we uh, greatly appreciate it have you, uh, Austin, real quick, I've been, I've been kind of wanting to get to this story today. Have you been following the Antonio Brown saga with, uh, with the Raiders at all? Oh You've been following heavens, that closely? Yes. How could you not? So have you seen the pictures of his feet? I know this. this I tried out, not like, to. I really did. Week. I really tried not to, Jake, and uh, uh, it got me. It got me. Gross. On the old scroll, there they were. It's it's gross. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. And then uh, it comes out, and he hasn't officially confirmed this, so who knows if it's true or not. But it it comes out that he was getting cryotherapy, and he didn't wear shoes. Apparently, you're supposed to wear these special shoes, and that's what happened to his feet. He got frostbite, and that's why his feet are are in such bad shape. So if if that wasn't bizarre enough, did you see the report today that he's just disappeared from camp, and the Raiders have no idea where he is? Yes, it's and. Uh, a reporter, a reporter has chronicled uh, through some sources, uh, has chronicled the, his unhappiness with his helmet. Have you seen this? So I guess he's been wearing the same style of helmet for his entire career, and the NFL is changing some some rules for the types of helmets that you have to wear. You know, safety stuff. So they're wearing him. They they they. He shows up to camp. Uh, actually, it was in minicamp that this initially started, where he was complaining to everybody that would listen about having to wear this new helmet. And the Raiders, and he's saying, "I'm I'm going to wear my old helmet." And the Raiders are saying, uh, "Dude, you you can't. It's a, it's an NFL rule. You have to wear this new helmet. You can't wear your old helmet." So I guess it's been coming up since minicamp that he has been throwing tantrums over having to wear a new helmet. At one point, he said, uh, well, I don't see guys like uh, Aaron Rodgers wearing this. Why do we have to wear this? 
And then in the the Packers, uh, I guess they got some film of their preseason game, and they sent him uh, tape that Aaron Rodgers is in fact wearing this new style of helmet. So then I guess Antonio Brown actually practiced in the new style after after seeing that Aaron Rodgers indeed wore, wore the new helmet. And then the very next practice went back to throwing a fit about the old helmet. And now there's there's theories out there that this is in fact the reason that he's no longer at Raiders camp. Is this the craziest, oh stupid, th- stupidest thing you've heard in a while? That That is the most immature thing I've heard in a long, long time. Sure. This is a grown person. This is not a 13-year-old out at the Pop Warner field and the new rules or whatever, and he's throwing a tantrum because he doesn't have the latest, coolest shoes or whatever. This is a grown person who's making, I don't know, gazillions, that's a slight exaggeration, dollars to play a game. Just put the helmet on. Just just change your helmet. Get used to a new one. I, I realize it's probably the Steelers, an inconvenience. By the way, have just got to be grinning ear to ear. Oh, the Steelers are are loving this. They're like, God, oh, that is your problem. Good <laughs> luck. <laughs> Call up Pittsburgh. Uh, how would you deal with this? And they just get the voicemail over and over and over. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you how we dealt with it. We traded them. That's uh, we <laughs> traded them this? to you, actually. So. But I mean, I <clears throat> I have not caught the first episode of Hard Knocks, and I heard I heard that it was a little bland. I heard that it was a, a little bit vanilla. But I I honestly, if if they show this behind the scenes drama, I want to see a tantrum about a helmet. I'll I'll <laughs> subscribe to HBO just for that because this is just nuts. This is just the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I, I mean, what what are the Raiders supposed to do? You, you're by rule. You have to wear that helmet, Antonio. It's not you, you're you're complaining to us and you're throwing tantrums to us like we actually could do something about this. I mean, like it's their uh, fault. Like, yeah, that'd be that'd be like me, Austin, complaining to you know you and Scotty and Lloyd uh, about how I uh, absolutely want to use you know dirty language on the show. And throwing a tantrum about, it. I can't believe you guys won't let me do this. And it's like, well, you know, it's a rule. It's, it's the FCC. What do you want from us? I mean, it's, it's the actually NFL. not us it, not letting you. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it has nothing to do with us. Actually, it has everything to do with you know the law, or or in this case, you know, it, it Antonio. We'd love to let you play in a in a leather helmet. We don't care, but you know, it's a it's an NFL rule. What's the matter with you? Just put on your helmet and go play. What I the the Raiders have got to be thinking to themselves what and what on earth have we gotten ourselves into? All right, joining us now we're live at the warehouse, nineteen sixty seven South, three hundred West. Our good friend Tom, and Tom, I love it. You guys have just been buzzing today. Busy people coming in. You're taking care of them, saving them money. It's awesome. We uh, we love to save people in Salt Lake City, in Utah, in general, money. It, do are people just blown away when they when they shop? They, and you tell people to do this, by the way. Shop the other guys. Go over there. Check it out. See what they're selling stuff most for. People, most people don't believe it when they hear it. And it's you've seen right people here. come yeah. in. And, you, people called me today. I'm looking at a sort of mattress. You said three hundred dollars off. Uh, the one I'm looking at. Uh, Wherever a competition. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and he mentioned the name. He said they want twenty two hundred dollars. I said it's the same mattress. I'm marked nine ninety nine. Take three hundred bucks off. It's six ninety nine. Come see they it. They don't believe it. It's right here. We buy deals. We focus on deals. We're also Utah. One of the oldest Ashley dealers in Utah. Um, we will beat any Ashley price in the state of Utah. If you've been to the Ashley store, get the 
model number. Bring it down here. I promise you, we'll save you money. You know, Tom, you you generate buzz. People ask me, people, say, how do, how does he do that? And I I tell them, I say, Tom's been doing it for a long time, and he's really dang good at it. Well, the reputation of we'll buy a deal number one because there's a lot of people. If you're too big, you can't buy a little deal, and if you're too little, you can't buy a big deal. So we're we just right in that niche where we get deals brought to us, and when we get the deal, we know where the market is, so we know where we have to be. We like to be at least half price. So if I buy a deal and the competitors selling it for a thousand bucks, I need to sell it for five hundred bucks. That's how we do it. Simple as that. It is. And you benefit. Our listeners benefit. Perfect example. I had an insurance company call me mm-hmm. on those bases. And I've told this story for months now because I had so many of them. Mm-hmm. We're down to about 40 of them. You were up well over 100, right? I think we had 170 of them. Yeah. We have 40 left. There's billboards on I-15. I've seen them from Brigham City to Payson. The big furniture company in Utah is advertising an adjustable bed with a mattress for six ninety nine, And that's an incredible deal or they would never spend. You know how much those billboards cost? A fortune. Yeah. Tens of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. a month for those billboards. I'm four ninety $200 cheaper. That's what percentage? Six ninety nine would be seven, 30% cheaper. And that's the lowest they could possibly ever sell that for. They, they're putting it on a billboard, so they think there's no way anybody can touch us. And you're smoking it. 20% cheaper. No big deal. Come and see us. We're at the warehouse, 300 West, 1967 South. We're getting ready for the grand opening in Orem. We'll have you down. We'll have a big party. I'll even that's buy so you exciting. A, your, yours is a Coke of choice, right? I do enjoy a Coca-Cola. All right. We'll buy you a Coke. Hey, you mentioned earlier you're going to be swimming in students down there. I mean, UVU and BYU, what, that's 100,000 students. I've down heard there. there's 95,000 students in Utah County. So lots of twin beds. So I bought a twin bed deal down there. I've got a mattress deal that I bought a whole truckload of twin mattresses. Instead of $199, we'll be at $99 for Man. that mattress. And then beds. These are beds. Some of them are $800 twin beds. And if, if you haven't been shopping, a twin bed, the cheap twin beds are like two ninety nine. I'm going to have twin beds for one hundred and fifty bucks, and they're nice. And a mattress yeah. for ninety nine bucks, you'll be in the whole bed for two hundred and fifty bucks. You make a great point. If I if I were somebody going away to college or something like that, this is my first stop. That's a no brainer. If you are in a dorm, you're going to have your bed provided. But if you're in outside housing, mm-hmm. off campus housing, which everybody wants to be, you've got to have your own bed. Yep. Mm. Well, Tom, you are the best. Thank you, as always, Thank you, my friend. for helping our listeners. You are the man. All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We want to say, of course, a big hearty thanks to our friends here at The Warehouse. They are the best. Tom and the gang, 1967 South, 300 West. He has got unbelievable deals going on right now. He's going to carry them on through the weekend. Uh, don't forget about the Donnie special. Come in and mention Tom's grandson, Donnie. Cute kid. Uh, and you're going to get an extra 20% off there. Already rock bottom, Utah's lowest prices. Absolutely incredible deals. If you're in the market for a mattress or furniture, 
furniture or uh, a couch, whatever you're looking for, rugs. Uh, Tom's got it here at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Uh, Gordon will be back coming up on Tuesday. PK is going to fill in for Gordon on Monday. Excited to talk to PK, of course. PK, a huge part of our college football coverage here on the Zone Radio Network. Uh, Steve Starks is going to be on the show uh, at 5 o'clock. Is that right on Monday uh, as well, Austin? Is that correct? Uh, most likely, yes. Uh, you know, he's kind of busy. That's his first day on the gig, and the Tour of Utah wow. starts that day. But that is the aim, is for 5.05, yes. The new CEO of Larry H. Miller Group of Companies on his first day is going to be on the show. That is an honor. Excited to Will talk he to regret you. taking the job because of that alone? <laughs> yeah, and the Tour of Utah does start on Monday. I got the, the, the stage up there at Snowbird. And uh, we'll have tour of Utah updates uh, for you. Tony Park's going to be on that as usual. Austin, you have anything uh, fun dialed up for this uh, weekend? You going to go hit the links? Is your new uh, refound passion for golf? We, uh, I'm hopeful that that'll happen. Of course, we've got Utah Carsons from ten to noon coming up tomorrow morning. So make sure you check that out uh, here on the Zone Sports Network. And then after that, who knows what the imagination will hold this weekend? Although on Sunday we are. Well, there's, it's a long story. I like to do birthdays on one day, whether it's on your birthday or another day, fine, whatever it is, but one day. Okay. But my daughter turns one later this month, and my side of the family can't celebrate around that time. Whitney's side of the family can't celebrate around this time, so it looks like we're going to be doing the split birthday thing. So birthday number one comes your way this Sunday, so that'll be fun. Now, Austin, I'm proud of you for um, uh, for you know bending your principle to, to celebrate on multiple days. But something tells me that as your as your lovely daughter ages, that uh, you will celebrate her birthday as many times as she wants. She can say, "Dad, I want to celebrate 15 times," and you're going to do it. And you know why I know that? Because I'm in the same boat. Are you? You've you've been through this twice now, huh? I well, I, I'm just telling you, like, and and I get in trouble with my wife with this because I I just uh, I she gets whatever she wants now, I mean, and and even even when it's something that she she shouldn't have or I don't I don't know, but I can't I can't help myself. But Dad, I want to run can't. with scissors. Uh, it, it's here. Take these scissors <laughs> and and go get them. And it, it's a problem. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying it's I, I've got to be more. Um, I've got to be more willing to say no, but it's just not, it's just impossible. You look at that face and you're like, well, what do you want? You're getting it. Well, let's I'd, do- I'd buy her a, a car tomorrow, even though I don't have the money and she's right. nowhere near 16. That's March, but look how cute you are. You're right. It is your birthday again. Let's get you something. What do you want? <laughs> mm-hmm. Anything, anything you want, you got it. We're on it. So anyway, uh, uh, well, that's fun. Enjoy it. That sounds like a that sounds like a great time. Nothing wrong with seeing a little family, and certainly nothing wrong with uh, celebrating a birthday. I uh, want to say a big thanks to Britton Johnson who filled in for the first few segments of the show today. It was great to see Britt. He's very nice to come by and uh, and hang out with us. Thanks to you, Austin. Fantastic job as usual. Great week. Appreciate all the uh, work you do. Thanks to Gordon, even though he wasn't here today. Uh, always thanks to Gordon. He is the best. Hopefully he's off with family having a good time we will talk to you on a monday big show right here on 97.5 and 1280 the zone